Welcome to the Alive Lauren Podcast, the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living. Once a week on a Monday, we celebrate businesses that have people and planet as part of their DNA who stand for profit with purpose. And the rest of the week, sharings, musings, we always aim at about 10 minutes. And always welcome. Great idea to follow along at Instagram. And today we continue with reading the blog series of mindfulness. Um, it's a series you can find more information posted in the blurb and episode 117 will give you context if this is your first time. But it was a series I wrote over seven weeks when I was doing a day fast and it blessed me with really living a lot more presently and it's been wonderful to revisit. So day 32 or 49, the theme for the day be humble, continued, welcomed reassurance, and some fabulous ahas. Theme for day 32, be humble, continued. I woke up this morning to discover yesterday's guests of panic and overwhelm who seem to enjoy bobbing between to me and by me awareness levels had not yet, as yet, checked out. <laughs> I took a couple of deep breaths smiled and leaned into welcoming them to another day. As I sat down to my morning meditation, the time was 0505. Now, Hebrew, the language of Judaism, is read right to left. So that means the number would be 5050 if I read it from right to left. As far as my recent commitment to extending my 49 day, my journey to 49 days, from a Jewish perspective, the 50th day is exceptionally significant, as it was the day after cycling through the transformational process of seven weeks of seven days that the Jewish people received the Torah at Mount Sinai. Now, I know that the numbers are not read right to left, but just um, bear with me. <laughs> Mount Sinai wasn't a particularly grand mountain from which the lesson of humility is drawn. And today, the theme of humility continues with be humble. I've always loved the explanation that the 50th day was one of deep listening. It's not that God communicated more that day, but rather an indication of what's possible when living from a more awakened, present awareness. When I was en route to fetch my boys for school and glanced at my phone, for the time it was 0707. Ha ha, seven times seven, my seven weeks. As far as I understand, in terms of the Sinai story, there was a heightened level of awareness and capacity to receive God's communication as a result of the dedication to reflection and renewal through the seven weeks, the 49 days prior to the revelation at Sinai. I was grateful for the reminder of the power of daily practice to build the muscles of living with gratitude and presence. The two experiences with my time display were warmly welcomed, reassuring nudges, especially in light of my current emotional guests. More great timing. When I arrived at my ex-in-law's home this morning to fetch my boys for school, as I was waiting for them, I was filling in the 2018 school parking sticker form. It's a security policy requirement where each family, each year, you need to apply for stickers, which then are 
applied to the front windscreen of the cars, which will be coming to the school to fetch kids. No sticker, no entry to the school premises. I was thinking I need to get my ex-mom-in-law's car registration number and that I'll ask whichever of my kids comes out first to quickly go jot it down. All of a sudden, I hear the garage door opening, their granddad was driving in, and the garage door opened fully. I could easily see their grandmother's number plate and I took it down. I took down the relevant details. In the moment of the garage door opening, it felt as if God was saying to me, don't worry about how you'll get what you need. I know you want to try, figure out how to get it all done. Take control and play your part. But you see, I'm also fully aware I know what you need. I'll get it to you exactly as and when you need it. Easily, effortlessly, and more likely in a way you have not even considered as an option. I was excited to share this experience with my boys en route to school. My eldest was hilarious. With a bold, naughty smile, he chirped. What if it was just a case of my grandfather arriving home? I smiled and laughed. He's quite right. At the same time, I feel a lot more reassured sticking with my version of the story. And another gift of timing. I had ordered a cleansing bath salt mix from a special friend who has been entrusted with a recipe that has been handed down through the generations. I was ecstatic to be picking them up today. This bath salts, um, I was ecstatic to be picking it up today. I had just come out of a meeting and would have had a gap of half an hour before collecting the salts. Only to discover a message from my friend, I was most welcome to come through a little earlier. Bonus! I arrived just in time to catch the tail end of a story my friend was sharing with another customer about living courageously and from a place of absolute trust. Perfect timing. This was just what I needed to hear. My friend suggests using these salts on a full moon and new moon. And guess what tonight is? New moon! So, I was so over the moon <laughs> that I'd be able to use them this very night. Gratitude for gentle reassurances. Another friend also messaged today to share how she'd watched, re-watched a particular talk by Gabriella Bernstein, The Universe Has Your Back, and how much it was exactly what she needed to hear. As she was at a low point, so close to giving up. I immense, I am immensely grateful for these experiences today. What if I could step courageously into living in faith and trust, one moment at a time, knowing that the universe has my back, that when I'm feeling as if I'm losing my balance, she will be there in a moment with loving, gentle reassurance. May I remain open to receiving because everything is going to be okay and a little reassurance goes a long way. A delayed dawning of an aha. 
There was something I heard on one of Marie Folio's B-School training videos last night that only deeply registered today. She had invited those listening to try on a new perspective, one that said, if there is something you believe in, that you believe would add value and make a difference, then it's your responsibility to market the heck out of it. It's your responsibility to find and get in front of the people who would benefit. It's not their responsibility to find you. Like those first few rays on the horizon of a newly dawning day, it hit me. That's it. I believe I have exceptional value to add to the right fit team. Where there is alignment of values, there's also a lead generation service I believe in, and I believe I have the ability to put together simple introduction videos and help with crafting the content for these. It's my responsibility to get myself these offerings in front of the people who could benefit. It's not about them finding me, it's about me getting the message out. Thank you, Marie. Sometimes the lens gets smudgy, that's life. At some point today, I was filling the kettle. I could feel my energy had shifted from the denseness of the to-me, by-me awareness levels to the, um, of the last few days. I noticed I was a lot more present. I was aware of the blessing of water coming out the tap, of having access to tap water safe enough to drink, which I know some people would beg to disagree. <laughs> a functional kettle, electricity. In that moment, I felt a certain sense of peace with the fluctuations of this life experience. That there will be times I'll, I'll lose focus. I'll go through patches of being distracted and ungrateful, and that's okay. That's life. Let's get practical about this. I alternate between wearing glasses and contact lenses. Before I put my glasses on, I give them a good clean and I start off seeing with great clarity. Now, during the course of the day, they get smudgy and dirty. It usually happens so gradually I don't notice. And by the time I take them off, I have not registered how desperately in need of a cleaning they are. <laughs> but when it, when it next comes time to wear them, if I absentmindedly just put them on without giving them a good clean, I'm shocked at how I was able to see out of them the previous day. Sometimes vision will get clouded and smudged, and it'll affect how I see and experience the world. I believe, though, there will come a time when I will notice, and then I'll have the choice to clean those lenses and see clearly again, at least for the next while. What a great way to start the day. I listened to a fabulous webinar last night hosted by Donna McCallum, the fairy godmother. It's, I've seen many of Salvador Dali's artwork, but not known very much about the man himself. And Donna shared something he's quoted as saying in an interview. Every morning when I wake up, I experience an exquisite joy, the joy of being Salvador Dali. And I ask myself in rapture, what wonderful things the Salvador Dali is going to accomplish today. Oh, what wonderful things. So the quote sounds a bit like a statement as opposed to a question. What a fun and outrageous way to start the day. Thank you, day 33. Oh, folks, yeah, that was good. That was good. I needed that reminder about... Yes, I need it often. <laughs> I can never have it often enough as that reminder to trust and surrender and know that everything is exactly as it's meant to be. Yeah, just living courageously presently. Hmm. So on this gloriously delicious note, 
I am going to leave and love you fine folks until we meet again. Mwah.